bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe for It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Ho, 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 listener! Welcome to StarCrashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. And in this episode, we'll discuss Santa Claus vs. the Devil. A kind of bizarre film from 1959. And, you know, heads up, there will be spoilers from now on. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So, Linnea, I do believe you are... Hmm, how should I put this? (laughs) Responsible. That's <laughs> a neutral word like that. Responsible for the choice of film this evening. Uh, yes, yes, I believe so. Yes. Uh, I don't quite remember how I came across this, um, but for some reason I looked up either a trailer or, or just some, some clips from the yes. film um, and I was just like that looks really bad, uh, we gotta see it and I yes. suggested it for you and you are totally on board with it, I'm just oh, saying for sure <laughs> for sure, and like honestly it's, it's, the, it's the kind of movie like if you sort of just drop a person like in the middle of some different parts in this film, it does look kind of entertaining and and uh, a good a good time in the sort of bad way because it obviously sort of is a bad film. <laughs> so um, I'm not I'm not surprised that we went with this film uh, and I am giving also my my opinion away by now in that I didn't really like this film that much and I didn't really enjoy <laughs> watching it that much uh what was your general like takeaway from from when when you watched it I mean it's it's a bizarre film uh yeah there's <laughs> really no other way to describe it mm-hmm. um I mean you sit down to watch it and it's just you, you have no idea <laughs> What's going on, really? I mean, there's Santa Claus and he lives up in space, apparently. And he yes. has, like, child slaves from different countries. Thank um, you for using the word slave. Yes. <laughs> no one was having fun, yeah, any of yeah, those and children. It, it, it's like he, he has, you know, those from China and from Japan and from France and from Africa. Because Africa. that's apparently a country. <laughs> Well, to be fair, to be fair, like I'm not defending the movie, but they were like, oh, and from the Central America countries, like they did, they did do that a couple of times. It's just that Africa, it's so big, Africa. There are so many countries in Africa. So it's just, it's so blatantly, what? When you just put all of Africa and have five children represent Africa, like it's bizarre. just Oof. to set the scene here so the, the, yes. the listeners know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, like, the first well, 10 well, minutes of the film, and it is the first 10 minutes, I actually looked, uh, Santa is sitting at a like a, like a piano or, or, or an instrument and he's playing and he's sort of introducing, oh, and I have children helpers from all over the world. And then you get to see these uh, groups of children dressed mm-hmm. in like cultural... Um clothing from their respective <laughs> regions is putting it it's like, uh, nicely <laughs> more nicely than it deserves maybe Definitely. <laughs> um, and they have uh, a few moments where they sort of sing a Christmas song from their uh, region and in their language and it's actually quite nice to hear many different languages spoken yes. uh, but that's really about the only positive thing I can say about that segment right because okay uh, I believe this film is uh, Spanish? Mexican. Mexican. Okay, Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Or it's made uh, in Mexico. So, yes. Um, I'm not sure what the original language was, but I believe we watched it dubbed into English. So it's not quite yes. the original. Yeah, yes. So that was like where I was going because mm. it's nice that they actually kept, like they didn't dub the children singing. So that's still in there in the, the, in the language. Um 
that the original song is in. So that's nice, mm. at least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, like I said, none of these kids are having fun. I think there was like one or two children where I was like, yeah, that, at least that could look, that kid looks like it's, it's having a little bit of fun and a little bit of like feeling the rhythm or something. Because most of these kids were just like, when do we get snacks? I'm hungry. <laughs> okay, mom. Yes, I am. I'm doing the music thing. Please, can we go home soon? <laughs> just like there's an old man watching me, and I want to go home. Okay, I'll I'll pretend to play with this toy. It's kind of sad, but yeah. So so Santa Claus he lives uh, in space, and he's got all these sort of uh, gimmicky uh things that he can watch children with and listen to what they're saying and uh, and spy on them and i i'd say that that's basically like that that's the draw to this film like you have this weird kind of like animatronic um reindeer for his carriage and you have the devil running around doing things and like one bizarre dance number with some dolls that are life-size and kind of terrifying. And I say, like, that's the appeal. I think that is that is also, like, why... Um, that was, like, a comment... I don't know if it was on the actual video or if it was, like, a letterbox review or something where it said, like, oh, yeah, I remember watching this on Mystery Science Theater and it was hilarious, but watching it without wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't funny at all. So, you know, I'm not surprised that it's been on that kind of format of entertainment uh, because, like, just watching it at home, super close to Christmas with other things to do... <laughs> It's just, it was tedious and I can't stress it enough. But it is, it, it's far more entertaining now sitting with you and talking about, about it. So at least, at least I'll get that out of it. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't really gotten to the main plot, but no. uh, you, men- you mentioned the devil, but it's not yes. really the devil. It's a devil, a oh, minor yes. devil. <laughs> yes, called, who is called, uh, is he? Sorry, but like, I I don't know if I heard his name incorrectly, but it sounded like they said Mr. Bitch the entire time. And I was like, this can't be his name. I think Is his name Mr. Pitch. Bitch? No, I oh. think it's Pitch. <laughs> oh, as in Pitchfork? Okay. But like the audio <laughs> quality isn't the best, so it sounds like Bitch, yes. <laughs> is, is his name Mr. Bitch? <laughs> that sounds inappropriate, but okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Uh, but he gets in uh, a mission by Satan, by the Lord, the Lord himself, to ruin Christmas in some way. It's a little bit unclear, mm. really. Um, mm. And he does a terrible job of it. He tries. Yes. He tries to lead children onto bad ways, etc., etc. But uh, his plans suck. So bad. I mean, yeah, I don't know what he's thinking. But he doesn't. <laughs> he just acts <laughs> on impulse. <laughs> can, can I just say, like, the dress or the the, the costume that he has, the makeup and the the, the everything? It's so, it's so cheesy. It's so it's so it's cheesy and cheap. Yeah, and it looks like uh, I mean when they when they introduce the devils in the beginning and they are sort of dancing around in this fake cave and there's smoke machines and everything and it just reminded me of like the way George Melies would make devils in his <laughs> films and we haven't really touched upon that on in the podcast but I think we we, we are talked about it uh, maybe watching some George Melies films for it and when we get to that point I'm gonna point it out so you know yes. what I'm talking about too because it looks exactly like something <laughs> he would do and that's like Around the year 1900. Yes. This is 60 years later. Decades, decades (laughs) later. Like this is, this is almost the 60s and it's looking like, it's looking like it's, it's looking like it's part of like a, a theater company that goes around. Exactly. You know, it's, it, it, it doesn't look like it belongs in this film because like, I'll, I'll give the film this. I think there are some neat props, Uh, you know, for, for example, Santa Claus looks great. So uh, uh, I don't think. Even though the budget may not have been huge, I can't speak on that, but I, there's no reason for, for this little devil, Mr. Bitch, I mean Pitch, <laughs> to look the way he does. So, uh, well, okay. If, yeah. Okay, okay. So, the way I would try to motivate it, at least for myself, is yes. that, well, it is supposedly a children's film, 
So you yeah. can't have the devil or, you know, Pitch look too scary. You kind mm-hmm. of need him to look a little bit cartoony. Um, so No, you know. absolutely. Um, it's 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 more like the 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 quality of of things. Like, is you wearing some sort of unitard situation, and it's 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 you've got the zipper in the front, and it's around the head, which is matte. Like the way it's reflected is matte, but his face. That's this round little circle that you have like that. That's where his face is. It's so shiny. It's so shiny. And I I get it because like having you would have to use like a lot of rouge like blush i assume because like who who has who has red powder laying around like no one does look so so you'd have to use rouge and that would be more expensive than and maybe looking a bit off so it's just it's just weird and then you've got these giant ears and one of them is about to fall off the entire time so it's just it's just coming off as a bit cheap and it, yes. it, it doesn't need to i feel like there are fixes for these things these problems that they've created and they just didn't bother with it so yeah but i agree with you probably shouldn't look like krampus terrifying uh in a kid's movie mm. like this so mm. yeah uh, yeah, would you recommend watching it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I was I don't think I was quite as bored by it as you were, uh, though I totally understand your experience because it's not, it's not an exciting film exactly. Uh, there's a lot of talking and there's a lot of narration, surprisingly, which is kind of annoying yeah. at points actually. Um, but but I actually. I don't know, I kind of giggled and smiled at parts of it, just because it's so bonkers. Yeah. Um, and I mean, s- suddenly at one point, Santa Claus, you know, he's up in his space castle or wherever it is mm-hmm. uh, that he is. Um, and he's like, oh, I got to go down to Earth. And, you know, oh, pitch the devil is after me and I got to prepare. So I go visit Merlin the wizard who also lives in my castle. And Merlin, yes. what are your inventions? What can help me? And blah, blah, blah. And it's just so <laughs> random. You're just like, Merlin the wizard. And he's what? dressed like, like you know, this sort of cartoony fairy tale wizards with the top hat and the pointy yeah. hat and the silky robe and everything and he's just like what what's like, going how, on how does merlin fit in with the saint nicholas thing that we're trying to i don't i don't get it but like in my head like the canon in my head is that they are gay lovers and they live in this amazing and it makes suddenly the whole thing so much more better so yeah because we don't have a mrs claus in it so right right we have a merlin <laughs> so who is by the way looking absolutely fabulous so uh 10 plus for merlin i will say that his alchemy lab and everything is great so uh you know <laughs> there's one, there is a point later in the film towards the end yeah. when santa is he's down on earth and he needs help because mm-hmm. pitch has sort of you know made a mess of things <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one one of the children uh, in Santa's home in Santa's castle sort of runs after Merlin and says oh Merlin we gotta help Santa he's in trouble blah 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 and they run back into the I don't know the control room or whatever <laughs> the, the room with all the, the gadgets and the, the surveillance the surveillance, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> surveillance center <laughs> And when they do that, Merlin, instead of running, he sort of gallops and he hums while he's doing it. He's like, like you could make, like honestly, you could make a good, a, a good sort of fan edit of this film and just, just take out those nuggets that are kind of hilarious. And make like make make a fifteen minute experience out of it, and cut all that Lupita crap and like the the I don't know three kids doing bad things and the devil talking like cut cut that out. Keep the really weird and funny stuff in, and you could have something more entertaining maybe. So essentially, yeah. cut out everything that goes on on Earth and just keep yes. the space castle stuff. Gay space castle stuff. Please, that's that's all I want. That's what would make a good movie out of this. Uh, because yeah, because <laughs> there are twice begun. <laughs> there are a number of children on Earth, though. 
they don't have a lot of lines. Most of the things we learn yeah. of them are through narration. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but there are three sort of quote-unquote punks, you know, the, the three naughty children that Pitch yeah. uh, are trying to use to to uh, uh, annoy Santa. And then there's Lupita, who is a poor child, and she really wants a doll, and Pitch is trying to lure her into the dark side, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. And she's just like <laughs> an angel. Um, and then there's the rich kid. I don't remember his name, but he's a rich no, kid, and he has like all the toys, but he really yes. wants his parents to be home for Christmas, and they are out partying or something. So those are... that. That's the, the character gallery we have to work with here, and they are kind of boring. <laughs> Yes, it's not. It's it's the opposite of riveting, basically. It's, yeah. it's, it's like I'd rather watch a sloth taking a dump. I'll say that. <laughs> Honest, kind no. I b- bad example because I think think sloths are kind of interesting and <laughs> cute. So bad example, but it would be take as long at least. Well, uh, I think for the podcast, the the million dollar question here is. Santa Claus versus the devil or Santa Claus versus the Martians or conquers the Martians. Ooh. Ooh. <coughs> you know what? Because the funny thing is like, as I was watching this, I was like, this feels so familiar. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> and I think it's because they are so similar to each other's. Mm-hmm. So basing it out of the few things that I remember from the Martians, I, I think I, I think I'd recommend the Martians. Yes. Yeah. You? Yeah. I think I'm inclined also to do yeah. that. But also, I think it's shorter. So. Yeah, probably. I think so. Uh, yeah. Santa Claus versus the Devil. The one, the version we watched was like one hour thirty minutes, thirty-four yes. minutes. But felt um, like Hobbit <laughs> three. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah check check it out if you want to giggle maybe like skip ahead of a few towns just to like get a feeling for it but i i wouldn't recommend it but it's i still feel like you're giving it sort of like a lukewarm kind of like eh, check it out if you want something in the background kind of way yeah yeah, yeah. i mean fair enough yeah in regular circumstances i probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much but right now i'm yeah. home with corona and yes. isolated during christmas time so i'm kind of bored in general because <laughs> like i'll take anything <laughs> but hey linnea another life season two is on netflix right now so i don't know why you're watching this you could be watching the most garbage ever <laughs> And still giggle. So, you know. Okay, so I guess the million dollar question is then Santa Claus versus the devil or another life? Oh, another life, hands down. <laughs> but honestly, like we should, we, should, we should talk about another life. So I've watched two episodes. I mean, whenever we bring up another life, I just can't help myself. But So I've watched two episodes so far into season two. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to talk about it. So like once you get there... Uh, let me know because they've done some things ah. which I feel like are in absolute response to <laughs> reviews and comments Ooh. on season one. <laughs> and, you know, I would just like to uh, talk about those things uh, when you mm. get there. So let mm. me know. <laughs> well, but we, yeah. should con- we should continue the uh, Another Life uh, oh. watch along we did for the podcast. Definitely. So. I kind of feel like we should just like do one big like with the rest of the episodes because we have like a third uh recorded i think we did that maybe like in the spring or something yeah so just like get that out and then watch the rest do a recap cap and just pick out the really the really good stuff from those episodes yeah and then get to season two because yeah but are we are we done with santa claus versus the devil are we done with it (laughs) Yeah, we let it sail off into the sunset like it's a Viking funeral. And just like, bye! Burn! I mean, uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, it, Like I said, it's a bizarre film. It, it, it kind of has to be seen to be believed. Um, mm. yeah. But then at the same time, unless you're like in really the right mood and yeah. maybe the right mindset, you can't, it's not going to be very fun. Um, yeah. Like I said, I think I had probably more fun than you did watching it. Uh, but <laughs> I kind of went into it with this 
that this is going to be a weird ride. Um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I want to have fun at this. Um, yeah. Not so much have fun with it. I have fun <laughs> at it. You know, I'm laughing <laughs> at it because it's so bonkers. Um, right. Keep the right it's... expectations going in and you might get more out of it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, to me, it does kind of raise the question, you know, what is a good film? Because objectively mm. speaking, I would sort of point at this and say, ah, oh, this is not really a good film. You know, it's not paced well. It doesn't have great characters or character development. And it's it's low budget, etc. It's not really a good film. But then at the same time, I'm sort of going like, oh, yeah, but I was entertained. And I laughed at Merlin the Wizard and everything. <laughs> and it's just, well, I mean... Maybe it I was mean, a good film. I don't know. <laughs> what more can you ask sometimes? Like, you know, it's it's making me think of... Um, <clears throat> was this? Yes, I think... I believe it was last year that we watched uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. And mm. that is, I think... I mean, using the word objectively is kind of like... Definitely a statement. But yeah. that would be considered a bad film. But I would consider that a hundred times more entertaining than this film and there are some legit memorable <coughs> things from that uh holiday special that like i can't get out of my head and like just thinking about it like one of those songs like the one that the barkeeper sings like i can kind of get the melody in my head like just thinking of mm. like the holiday special so i i think like that must count for something right like and i'm not i'm not annoyed that that tune is coming go, going along in my head right now and i'm like oh, it's fine i can have that as background music for, for a few minutes um so i would probably say like if you haven't if you're in the mood for something that is bad but it's kind of fun to sort of have one of those like you know being able to check one of those off like a really bad holiday film then or a bad christmas film then i watched this Star Wars holiday special if you haven't already like i, th- I think that can be uh, the appropriate amount of I'm bored, but yet, oh, whoa, no, I'm super entertained and, and like what's going on. So mm. that would be my sort, sort of close, closing <laughs> statement on, <laughs> on, on Christmas holiday films uh, this year, I think. <laughs> mm. if, if that's what you want, what you're in for, I guess. Um, <laughs> any any yeah. other bad Christmas movie that you want to like recommend as we're t- kind of talking about it? If you, if someone is just in the mood to to laugh at something, <laughs> basically, oh, that's a very good question. Um, well, I'm not actually huge into Christmas films. Um, mm, I same. haven't watched a lot of them. No, I think <laughs> I mean, the, the ones that pop into mind are the ones we've mentioned now. You know, Santa yeah. Claus Conquest yeah. of Martians and, and Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, those are really in a. In a class by themselves <laughs> <laughs> right we can have like sub christmas genres at a later date <laughs> we can just have like those are those are special <laughs> like we put those over there then we have your basic silent night deadly night which ugh, let's oh look yeah right <laughs> i didn't like it but i know many people do <laughs> garbage day <laughs> oh god like that's the only highlight honestly like that's, that's the, the second one so oh right that's the second one even <laughs> well there you go <laughs> says says how much i i may may remember from the megas <laughs> but yeah so you know, now we've talked about like the current holidays and what we've been watching and, you know, <laughs> uh, avoiding going forward. But do you, will we want to maybe spend a little time looking back at the year that we've had podcast wise in terms of films and maybe in general, but first start with the podcast movies we've watched? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Would you, would you like to sort of, um, you know, read what have we watched this year, basically? Um, well, we, we closed our, uh, off the last year with Star Wars Holiday Special, as we mentioned. Mm. So that was, that was uh, kind of the, the last hooray of, of uh, the year before. Yeah. But uh, we began the year with some more Star Wars, namely mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and then we went on t- to Total Recall, the 1990 yeah. version. Um, Aelita, Queen of Mars. We went into a silent film um, moment there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we didn't 
get around to it. We didn't have time, but there is maybe a follow-up coming yes. for that episode as well. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> which uh, was planned for for this, this winter uh, or this autumn now, but we unfortunately had to postpone it a little bit. Um, but then we have The Spirit of 76, mm-hmm. which was a comedy, time travel comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched The Matrix. Yeah. Uh, which is topical now that uh, the new mm. one is coming. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we had two episodes of Sidetracked. <laughs> we watched Another Life. <laughs> episode one and episode two. Uh, and we had uh, Mala Morska Vila, uh, The Little Mermaid. Uh, <laughs> uh, a more European flavor. Yes. Uh, Finally. Cinderella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cinderella. 1997 live action Disney version mm-hmm. uh, Ballad of a Hussar Prince of yeah. Thieves uh, Orlando and of course Santa Claus versus the Devil you know not a bad year considering that no. we didn't we didn't do I feel like we did like half of what we set out to do because of mm. you know life <laughs> and, yeah. and things not going as planned always but you know not a bad I feel like we've with some varied genres, some, you know, varied uh, decades also. So I'm I'm very happy with our year, like, um, in terms of what we've seen, I I think. Yeah, yeah. I think we we usually, because usually when we do these, uh, we look back at the year, the podcasting year for us. Um, I will have prepared some some statistics that we can look at, but... Uh, we haven't i haven't done this at this time because uh this is kind of an impromptu mm-hmm. um uh, look back but i think what usually is the conclusion of those uh moments is that oh we don't uh, we didn't watch a lot of movies from the 90s that's it's usually yeah. one of our least watched decades um and this year we we had um, you know, Total Recall, yeah. uh, Spirit of 76, The Matrix, yeah. right. um, several, you know, Cinderella. Cinderella. So, Prince of Thieves. Because, yeah. And <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. Was, My yeah. God. There's a lot the of, year 90s. of the 90s. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. You know, we're really compensated. <laughs> any, any. Uh, any let's let's go with the least favorites like we've talked to death about santa claus right now oh, not mm. to death but you know i'm, de- I'm it's a bit dramatic by it like that but so uh, are there any like least favorites that you would say from the year and then we can go to like our most um liked mm. from i don't know it's it's hard i mean oh i can't say that there were any that i that i hated um yeah Except, well, I didn't even hate Santa Claus as the devil. I, I, I have other opinions on that, but I didn't hate it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but looking back, I feel that there may be those that left a huge impression on me and those that didn't leave a huge impression mm-hmm. on me. And I feel um, when time has passed, maybe a few years down the line, I will look back at this year and I will say that Mala, Mosca, Vila, and, mm. and the uh, Cinderella that we watched, those are probably the ones that have will have faded the most in my memory. Um, mm. is, is what I feel. Uh, yep. Right now I still have them fresh because it's yeah. not that long ago we watched them, but but I feel like give, give, it, give it a year or two and I will have forgotten them mostly. Interesting, interesting. Um, I would probably say, so least, like, like you said, like least favorite is kind of tricky to mm. do and and mem- mem- whether or not something is memorable might be more interesting some sometimes mm. uh i did kind of forget about spirit of 76 and i it's kind of weird because i like if i think of it actively then i'm like yeah but it had the great boots and it had the great <laughs> dune buggy and but story wise and like as it was a com- comedy comedy um, film but like no, no, none of the jokes or any of those kind of funny, supposedly funny situations really stuck with me. So I feel like Spirit of 76, yeah, I will remember the shoes, but not much else. <laughs> going for, I, oh, I remember, yeah, oh. I remember the guy who was looking for 
was it the, the Declaration of Independence or something? And he found it like on a woman's yeah, shirt. And he's like, is that that? And kinda great, I want though. your shirt. And he tried True. to write it. And it was strange. Yeah, it <laughs> was strange. But that. But that was that was one of the better ones. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but they needed to be reminded about that one. Like that's that's mm. where I'm landing with these mm. things. Mm. And I also feel like Aelita, the Queen of, Queen of Mars, there are some moments that where I'm just like, you can show me that and I don't think I will remember it. Mm. Whereas like the costuming and some of those Mars things were so memorable. So it is kind of difficult to just sort of like, because I wouldn't say that those are my least favorites. I was just like, I probably forget more from those films. Along with Mala, Mala Moskavila also. Yeah. Because it was just so long and, and so many things in that were kind of similar. So they bleed into each other. Mm. <laughs> Once things mm. start to bleed into each other, that's when you start to forget. So, yeah. I think Aelita, Queen of Mars, for me, is both better and more memorable simply because I had watched it beforehand. I, I mean, this was yeah, like the third time I sense. watched it or something. Um, and also, I'm quite huge into silent films which yeah. you are not in, at no. least not to the same extent no. um, so I, I just know a lot about silent films and Nailita kind of stands out to me for that yeah. um, um, but but yeah I can totally see how maybe Nailita um, at least parts of it you know because <laughs> Nailita is it's a strange beast uh, <laughs> It's its own thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the the scenes on Mars, as you're talking about, they're mm. really memorable, but then yeah. there's a whole plotline and a whole intrigue happening on Earth in with, you know, the the this, this, the um, poor poor people in Russia mm. and all that. Yeah. Which, 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 you know, even I can look back at and sort of say, like, that part was kind of boring, you know? Yeah, like, mm, when do we get to Mars? <laughs> but what I will, what, something that is that is really memorable for my Litana, which I don't think I will forget, and this is because of the costume, it's like the, um, and I would recommend anyone sort of interested in, in history and costuming and f- fashion history, uh, like looking at the, uh, I don't know what the word would be like, but the uh, sort of costume design, like the um, drawings for the costume design, mm. like those are very special and so of its time and such like a uh, sort of so yeah, well, so of its time. That's good enough. Like it's 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 kind of interesting, like fashion history wise, to look at those. So uh, that I won't forget, and that I would recommend. If anyone is interested in the fashion and and film costume history as well, mm. uh, and it's it's shown up in, in other things after watching that, so that's uh, <laughs> something that I'm also appreciative of. Like, oh well, mm. I know where that is from, so <laughs> that's kind of cool. Uh, but okay, so um, now we've talked about least favorites, kind of like lukewarm and what we might forget about and what's is more memorable or not. But like, if we're talking like, what would be the creme de la creme, like your favorites, like, and what a favorite is, like, if it's the most entertaining, the most memorable, the most bonkers, whatever your version <laughs> is, that's fine. And you can just explain it and, you know, <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, I... <sighs> I mean, we watched some classics. Yeah. You know, we watched Empire Strikes Back and we mm-hmm. watched Total Recall and Matrix. And mm-hmm. obviously, those are good films. You know, I can see myself re watching those films again and have a great time. Yeah. Um, but I, I must say, Ballad of a Hussar was a really oh, great experience. I yeah, kind of ex- I love expected that <laughs> or suspected you were going to say that one. Because that was, was a bit surprising, I feel like. I yeah. like, hmm, this is actually really good. <laughs> Agreed. And I, I really liked like, the costuming and the acting and everything. Like that was, and also like reading sort of behind the things was really um, fun with that one. Um, I. I mean, like you say, we watch those classic films and like, what else can you say? Like, it's it's Star Wars 5, like, it's <laughs> it's good. Like, what can you, mm. it's great. <laughs> Matrix 2, like, it's great. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited that we did get to watch that one um, going forward to like watching the um, fourth one. Still haven't gotten the t- second and, and third yet. Have you, 
Have you checked yeah, those out? I did oh, okay. actually. Mm. Um, finally, I you're ready then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I watched all of it. I, awesome. I have because I have this uh, collector's box set on DVDs. By now, ah. it's quite an old box set, actually. Yeah, there's, there's... I think I know which one it is, probably. Yeah, because like it's the, the one there that... are fancier editions out by mm. now, but I have an older one um, with a lot of extra material and a lot of extra mm. discs and everything. I watched through all of it. Great. Uh, <laughs> yes. So I'm I'm covered when it comes to <laughs> Matrix. Yes, I have it covered. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm I like I watched those like long ago, so I need to rewatch them in preparation for the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hoping to have my partner also watch them with me, so we can both go to like see it on like in in the cinema and both be up to speed with it. So uh, yeah, looking forward to that. But um, again, like if we're, if we're just gonna mention something from the year that we've watched, uh, Orlando was a new one to me mm. like for example like prince of thieves i've seen before total recall i've seen before star wars seen before matrix seen before i know those are great because i love those i've seen them <laughs> plenty of times before but orlando is something that i just want to mention because it was something that i was hoping was going to be great and then it turned out to be great so that was a really nice surprise or like a nice like yeah cool i really like that one so i just want to mention that one uh, is there any any other film of the ones we've watched for the podcast that you want to bring up or say something else about? Ooh. I mean, yeah, I mean, Orlando, I I will also uh, yeah. toot the horn for because that yeah. was surprisingly good experience. Like, I, yeah. I didn't expect that I would like it as much as I did. So that was a very pleasant surprise. Awesome. Yeah. Orlando... Wow, chef's kiss. Uh, but then, you know, I'm kind of curious uh, if we're talking like if we're moving away from the podcasting world, the ones we watch mm. uh, in your private life, if you have any <laughs> private life left <laughs> between podcasting and work and everything. And Corona. Um, <laughs> and corona, like who has time for film? Uh, is there any other film like like what what was one some good ones that you watched this year in general? Oh, well, I really liked, and I watched this like in the beginning of the year, the first half of the year, um, an animated film called The Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, and it is from heard. 2021 as well. Uh, so it's a new one. Um, cool. Really good, really funny. Really. Um, it, I mean, it's a, it's a comedy, obviously, it's a family film, mm. but the, the humor is very very smart and very intelligent and very you know the situations sort of oh yeah i recognize myself in this you know (laughs) because um even though i think the main protagonist she's like a teenager and she's going away she's moving out of the house and going away to school Mm. uh, and a robot apocalypse happens as as is one to do Uh, (laughs) and uh, but it also sort of yeah it also sort of has to do with her and her relationship to her family and uh, I mean in her case it's sort of her and her dad who can't really communicate they don't really understand Mm. each other and you know she has some internalized feeling that she can't really um, maybe want to talk about Mm. um and I kind of recognize myself a little bit in that, not exactly mm. when it comes to my dad. I think my dad and I can talk about almost everything, but me and my mom instead has maybe a little bit more strained relationship sometimes. Mm. I do not feel that I can talk to my mom about everything. Oh, yeah. So there, there was this sense of, of recognition when watching Mitchells and the Machines. I'm, I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yes, <laughs> that's so awesome. I love when I love when a movie can connect to to the viewer like that. That I that's so. Mm. I think that's so sweet is the wrong word, but it's so precious. I feel like because mm. sometimes I feel like movies can just like sort of pass by. Like we watch them and it's like, whew. but when it's sort of like when it connects to you like that and it sort of sticks with you, I think that's so. I think that's so nice. So Mitchells yeah. versus the, the Mitchells versus the, the Mitchells machines. versus okay mm-hmm. making um, a and I think note. yeah I think this kind of film especially as a family film are very important because it's so much about her um, the main character sort of finding her identity um, 
in, in, in society. Mm. Uh, even though it happens to be a society with a robot <laughs> invasion, but... Uh, <laughs> Side note. <laughs> uh, but I think that is a very important um, type of voice and type of, mm. of character to have. So, yeah. Cool. Any, any, anyone else that you would like to bring up or... Um, well, it's been... Sticks out to you. All, yeah, all things considered... It's been a good year for Marvel. Uh, oh! <laughs> we can have some differing opinions here. Oh! Cool, okay, oh. let's get into it. So, <laughs> Well, um, so I was going to go and watch Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, mm. Actually, this past Sunday I was supposed to see it, but then I got mm. the Rona, so now I don't know when I will see it. Uh, but I can't speak on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but other than that really the only Marvel or MCU product this year that I didn't like was Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, right, I think you've mentioned that gag. before. Like, you were just yeah. like, eh. Yeah, I mean, mm. I was kind of, eh, when it was on. And now yeah. that I look back on it and I thought about it more, I'm just sort of like, ah, uh, gag. <laughs> Even more so, like, Ugh. Even more, yeah. <laughs> that sucked. What were they thinking? Oh, I, just, I just have to think like what did I watch that was Marvel this year like I feel like they just sort of blend well, together for me we had WandaVision um, which I know you liked yes no I like WandaVision but I am a bit concerned of where if they do a season two which I think they're gonna do I'm a bit concerned if I'm gonna like season two so mm. I am really like well, waiting mm. to see how the reviews will be for that one because I I have a sneaky suspicion there but but I did really I don't know. like that are one. They, are they making a season two or? I just I they know, sort of set it up like that, but maybe they're yeah, just but like. That's they, the thing they with Marvel, it, though. Yeah. They set it up for Doctor Strange, the second Doctor Strange film, uh, Multiverse of Madness, because Scarlet oh. Witch is going to play an important part in okay. that film. I think. I mean, yeah. obviously, yeah. details are still hazy on that because that's yeah. the next year, but. <laughs> Sounds prob- probable or plausible, yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, like I thought WandaVision was great. I think they took their time setting things up, like taking their time with the sort of... This, I, I can call it gimmick, but it's a, maybe it's basically because I don't know a better word for it, but the, 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 the fun premise of sitcoms and her whatever. But I, I thought they took their time with it, and that was, that was great. Um, and I also liked uh, the Loki... Mm series i thought that was good as well that one is getting a season two yes and i am not concerned about that one i think it would be good so yes looking forward <laughs> to that one uh and then what else marvel related well i watched something that was complete ass but i don't know if that's marvel or not it's probably not uh the suicide the suicide squad mm, yeah that's dc <sighs> yeah okay well, then we don't need to get into it because it doesn't deserve any air from me so (laughs) just moving on i mean i kind of i i like the birds of prey so much that i cannot just i want to keep my memory Uh, of of harley queen pure yeah i mean she was fine in it like i i don't think it'll taint anything like that but it's just just like who cares like that was my i was almost like mad at by the end of it i was like i'm over it (laughs) over it um But, oh but yeah, I, I did yeah. watch. Yeah, sorry, but I did watch Spider Man Homecoming. Mm. It was fine. I believe it will be my last Spider Man film that I'm gonna see, basically. You're so, not gonna see No Way Home? No, I'm not. Even That's though like I, one of the most hyped films ever. I know. And it has I know. Biggest opening. You know? <laughs> All the Spider-Mans are going to be in it. And Venom is going to be in it. And yet I feel like... Okay, here comes the Grinch. <laughs> are you ready? I feel like they have made a couple of subpar Spider-Mans for a few years now. Uh, now I am. I have rose-colored, like rose-tinted glasses like for the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Mm. I'll absolutely... Um, I'll absolutely say that. But I just feel like they are trying to lure me in <laughs> to watching this one. And I am not taking the bite. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not falling for it. <laughs> so I'm staying away. <laughs> Even though I know some things 
are gonna happen in that one that might be fun for the very reason that because like I do enjoy like the Sam Raimi ones, but no. Mm. Stay yeah, the fuck I think, away. <laughs> I think for me I'm I'm more sort of interested and hyped for No Way Home, not because the Spider Man film yeah. because I'm just not that into Spider Man. Yeah. Uh but because of what the movie will mean for the MCU. I mean it's yeah in terms of all the MCU, No Way Home is a big event like yeah it's almost on the scale of infinite war almost oh okay um, yeah i get that so yeah. it's huge uh, and i will also say that i do not have rose colored goggles when it comes to Simon raimi's spider-man yeah. i i genuinely do not like those movies i do not oh. like toby <gasps> Maguire. i think oh, take I just, care. <laughs> no no i can't stand him i can't stand him um i am moderately fond of the Amazing Spider-Man, you know, the Andrew Garfield I didn't watch them. Um, They they looked awful to me, so I was like... (laughs) I'm just sort of a big shrug when it comes to those. Um, But, uh, you know, Tobey Maguire, I I cannot stand him uh, (laughs) as uh, Peter Parker. I just... Uh, I I see his his dopey face and I'm just like, ugh... Yeah, I will say, I remember, I think it's the third one where it absolutely derails with this emo face and everything. And I'm just like, ugh. I mean, that one, I know I didn't really like it when I saw it. But I think I like Sam Raimi enough and the sort of the style that he has when he directs things. Because he doesn't write things, he just directs things. And uh, I just, I really jive with that. And so they work for me because of that. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so I can see, like, I don't even like to- Toby McGuire isn't even the thing like that I think of mainly when I remember those films. Uh, oh, that's what I, I think of. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that's that's taste, right? Like, yeah. That's how it yeah. works. So. So you know, for me, when it comes to you know, Homecoming and Far From Home and No Way Home, mm. the MCU Spider Man with Tom Holland, I would Who's probably great, say by that. The way. Yeah. Yeah. They they, uh, he's they are. Fantastic probably among my least favorite MCU films because like I said mm. I'm just not into Spider-Man that much yeah. <laughs> uh, but I will say that I think they're probably the best Spider-Man film or that they are at least my favorite Spider-Man film the, the, the only ones I can consider re-watching really um, would you like some really weird um, <laughs> Spider-Man facts about me <laughs> Sure. So, so a friend of mine, I think, like, she also liked the Spider-Man, like the Raimi Spider-Man films a lot, and I think she also like kind of liked Tobey Maguire. So I attempted to make a kind of big oil painting of. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one poster where Spider-Man uh, and whatever the the lady Mary Jane, Mary yes. Jane. Yes, Mary Jane, then like flying through the sky or something, and it's the hair. So I attempted an oil painting of Spider Man as Tobey Maguire and my friend. <laughs> that was the goal. <laughs> I didn't get there. <laughs> but I have to say, considering I was like 16 or 17, in my head, I remember being pretty spot on with the body of Spider Man. I didn't get any further than that, but I was like, you know what? I am, I am uh, impressed retroactively <laughs> by the scope and what I actually managed to do with my limited ability back then so that's a, that's a Spider-Man fact that's related to me that you now have possession of you're welcome <laughs> uh, yeah but I totally get that you're excited just like for the fact that it's moving the MCU along and I think I think that's where I'm at like MCU wise and I think we've talked about this on like you're you're an absolute fan of the MCU like you mm. read the comics and you you enjoy the films most of them like and and you can enjoy certain things that just like me as as a regular like oh get me an action film can't enjoy you know I don't get the same things out of it so I just feel like Marvel for me might not be the place where I get that sort of entertainment anymore mm. um so but we'll see Things can always change. I mean, I have a feeling, and this is just 
my hunch really uh, yeah. nothing confirmed but I have a feeling that phase four which is what they're in right now yeah. is probably going to be the last one um, oh interesting because I, they are they are going all out with things right now um, oh. they're just squeezing everything into it uh, and I kind of feel like they realize that after Infinity War yeah. there's really no <laughs> going bigger than that you know that, that was the yeah. highlight that was the, peak. the end points the peak exactly yeah um but i don't know i don't know i mean maybe they will continue for as long as they're making money yeah like it's such an interesting phenomenon i feel like um this whole idea of having like movie universes like this so i am i'm super intrigued about like where it goes in that sense uh for example like if if they're planning on sort of ending things like wrapping things up ways more of um, nicer way to put it but but at the same time you have them sort of reinvigorating Hawkeye <laughs> which is like okay so you're trying to make a new Hawkeye whilst you're but some of these things are of course planned so long ago that money has been put into things and they can't just like drop things if they notice that the audience may not be responding to things like before mm. do you know if like do they make the same amount of uh, gold, I almost said, like I'm a dwarf or something. <laughs> like, do they make the same amount of money uh, from the movies nowadays that they did, like maybe the few ones that were building up for the Infinity War? Like, box I office, mean, like how are they? No Way Home, talking about Spider-Man, No Way Home yeah. was one of, I think, one of their bigger, uh, <gasps> biggest films really? ever. Yes. Uh, it was so they have opening. made a lot of money for that one. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, the hmm. other ones, well, uh, I mean, we, we didn't talk about the film, the MCU films that came out this year, but, but you know, we had Black Widow, which mm. um, didn't have a proper premiere no. because it premiered in cinemas and on Disney Plus at the same time. Yeah. So you can't really compare that one in terms of, of revenue. Um, but then we also had Chang-Chi and Eternals. Um, yeah. Eternals had a lukewarm reception, but I really liked it. I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. Um, Shang-Chi was the one that I was least impressed with. It's kind of funny because I remember like... Uh, because you'd watched the Eternals, and I was like, mm. I, I asked like, "Oh, what did you, what did you, what did you think about it?" Like over chat, and you were like, "It's really pretty to look at." And I took that as like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> if Nia says that it's pretty to look at, then I'm not checking it out." Like, yeah, it looks good, but it's got nothing else going for it. So I was like, I was like, "Whoa, okay, <laughs> staying away." <laughs> But you, okay, so you did you did like it then? Yeah, yes. <laughs> it wasn't just pretty to look at. Okay, <laughs> no, no. But the Eternals is so one of the um, the quote unquote space Marvel films. You know, mm. like mm. yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, one of those that has a lot of space lore and this huge th- th- these huge concepts. You know, it's not it's not Iron Man down on earth fighting evil New iron man you know it's not that scale mm. it's on the scale of of cosmic beings and everything and i love that stuff mm. i love the, the the cosmic mythology of marvel i love it mm. um so i think that's why eternals um uh, appealed to me so much yeah i get it but uh, I, my mind is getting so sidetracked right now because like okay so speaking of cosmic things <laughs> we we've talked about this in a different setting uh, but we, I think we need to mention Dune <laughs> very yes. quickly. It would be kind of weird if we didn't like bring <laughs> Dune up at all in this wrap up. Uh, wrap it up in the wrap. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, Dune, the, yes. the one of the biggest releases this year. What's yes. your? What's your? It was good. It was- <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like. It I, I, I will say. I will say. I don't think it was great. I think oh. visually, you know, talking about Eternals being really pretty yeah. to look at. I don't actually think Dune was that pretty to look at. It was kind of grey and boring, and I don't like that style. But it yeah. was Dune. Most importantly, it was Dune. It was a great adaptation. Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome. Or succinct way to put it i think like yeah it was definitely dune but it, it it's not 
like yeah, it's stunning, but it it will be interesting to see how it is on my much smaller television than a cinema screen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is like what that experience is like. Um, and is but something struck me, like a few weeks ago, we me and a coworker were talking about movies in general, and Dune came up and. And uh, he was like, oh, well, the, the Dune from 1984 isn't supposed to be very good. And I was like, well, hang on. <laughs> Don't <laughs> trust what the internet has told you. <laughs> it's got some great stuff going for it, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not that bad. And it is very entertaining and funny. Or not funny, but it's very entertaining and very uh, out there and risk-taking when it comes to costume and visuals like there is something some really fun things going on with that film and some of those things is maybe what I missed a little bit from this Denis version where it's just like everything is so scaled down and grand where I kind of miss someone just having really bad skin if you get what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah i don't know like some some or like weird <clears throat> like the weird really weird things like that's that's what i think because you do get that from the book so that's what would be one of those things where i was like wait now that i really think of it like that's something so i, I agree with you it's um um it's both stunning visually and a little bit boring maybe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good way of, of summarizing it. Yes. Yeah. Um, any other film that you want to bring up from the year, from your movie year? Um, well, there's two that I think are relevant for the two of us. Um, yeah. And at least one of them, I think, we talked about on our other podcast, um, The Green Knight and yeah. Jungle Cruise. Yes. <coughs> Jungle Cruise. Um, Jungle Cruise. Okay, I'll be really quick. I think Jungle Cruise is a really fun adventure. Um, it's got too much CGI for its own good in it. And I mean like vis- visible CGI. I'm not mm. an anti-CGIer. I'm just like, if it's if it's so in my face and so sticky and glossy in my face, then it's too much. Dial it down. But it's it's it does scratch that adventure fun jungle itch that we sometimes have and and it did that yeah the next one uh, <laughs> the next one that's gonna scratch that is itch is gonna be the yes. next city right i yeah. can't fucking wait i can't <laughs> wait and my partner is also so excited for this he was like hang on i gotta show you this trailer i was like i know what that is let's watch together <laughs> yeah it's looking it's looking to be a really fun film like like the film that the kind of film that I need right now so I'm very excited about that one um and you are equally I suppose yes obviously yeah what do you take me for Bullock Sandra Bullock and you have Fabio I mean I call him Fabio I think his name is something different but it's like and Fabio trying to rescue it's so great it's so I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like it's it's next year's Jungle Cruise for me. I was super mm. excited about Jungle mm. Cruise. Next year is the Lost City year for me, so <laughs> anything else will well, pale in comparison. Um, <laughs> let, let let's take a moment later to talk about maybe what we're excited for next year, but um, yeah. the Green Knight we should also not forget. Um, right. That was um, an experience. <laughs> that was it was pretty to look at. <laughs> To yes. use a phrase from from your chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was um, it was uh, it was an experience. Like I say, it was pretty to look at. I do fe- fe- have the feeling that you liked it more than I did. Mm. Um, and yeah, because I liked it quite a bit. I yeah, did. and I lo- I liked parts of it. It was it definitely has its own identity, and there are some beautiful visuals. I just don't know if. If I feel like the the heart is there and like the con that the content of the plot is really there for me enough, mm. so it, it just it just left feeling a little bit hollow, and I don't think that's the intent. So that's why it's just like it's fine. I do recommend check it out if you 
if you really enjoy visuals and you're kind of intrigued by the premise and like this being from a from a um, from a medieval poem and everything like that yeah and you yeah. what's your take on the green knight or like the yeah like i said so, I, I i think i think i liked it more more than you did because um, for me it was a very unique very um just very, very, very nice experience. Very nice mm-hmm. movie experience. Um, I would say, you know, it's, it's, it's different maybe from what I usually watch and and from what most people maybe usually watch. Uh, but it, it is, I think, worth it in the end to, to stick with it. Like it wasn't bad. It was just fine. You know, it was fine, basically. Mm. And like, um, oh, I forget his name. No, Dev Dev Patel. Mm. Please. Can he be in everything? Like he's so <laughs> a talented, to so good looking. <laughs> Just put him in everything, Hollywood. Come on, quit it with your. I don't even know who <laughs> would be who would be like a hottie nowadays. But please put him in everything. Uh, so I'm gonna just quickly. Uh, bring up some fav- favorites from my personal viewing experience, apart from the mm. ones we've talked about. Uh, I watched The Witch last January. Ah. I liked that a lot. 10 out of 10 recommend. Uh, I also watched The Invitation, which I think was on Netflix, and I didn't really know what to think about that one, but I liked that one a lot. Kind of... I don't know how to describe it without spoiling it. So that's more of one that I like. I would like, I would be like, check out the like the synopsis and see if that son- genre and everything is your thing. Then maybe check it out. Okay, so another uh, random one, Urban Legend, was kind of a ho- slasher horror film mm-hmm. that I watched. Didn't expect too much going in, but I, I really liked it. It was really that sort of 90s horror film set in a university and everyone looks so good and <laughs> it just worked kind of i don't know i i really like that one as well um also finally got to watching snowpiercer which mm. was uh also recommended night of the creeps i bought that with my hard-earned money in a <laughs> blu-ray format and i have no regrets awesome and another horror film that I also really enjoyed was um, Ready or Not. I think the whatever her name is who plays that main character is fantastic. I've seen her in some else, The Babysitter, I think, and she was great in that one too. So I'm just excited to see what else she'll be in, in the future because I think <laughs> she was terrific. <laughs> so that's another recommendation. Um yeah, and also I got around to watching Unbreakable this year, and I also really enjoyed that one. Like that was like a f- better bit of fresh air, considering like the just like how dominant Marvel is, and that's sort of like they have really set the tone for how superhero films are told. I feel like mm. everyone else is just trying to sort of do what they do. So watching Unbreakable, which I think is from like two thousand and three, directed by M Night Shyam Shyamalan. I'm so sorry. Shamala ding dong. So that one was just like a really interesting take on superhero, and I enjoyed it a lot. Great mm-hmm. acting and everything like that. So you know, there were some highlights for me from the year. Uh, Member ones that I would recommend if you if you like those kind of genres, then I would recommend those films. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up? You know, sort of like this quick paste, um, <laughs> just to get just to get the uh, word out there, basically. No, I mean, for people who follow me on Letterboxd, mm. <laughs> they will know that I watch a lot of silent short films from the yes. 1800s. Uh, so I'm not going to go for those because <laughs> they won't mean anything to most people. <laughs> You're like, this is five star. Uh, good luck finding it. <laughs> yeah. It's also three seconds long. <laughs> exactly. Like, who the heck cares except me? Uh, but uh, for people who are interested in that and maybe want to see what I rated all of those, uh, go find me on Letterboxd. I'm yeah. with Maria. Just... 
fuck me up and read my reviews. Right. Because I, re- I, I have reviewed all of those films, uh, just so you know. Yes. Awesome, awesome. But yeah, so um, anything else? Any closing words on 2021 apart from fuck you, Corona? Why do I have it? <laughs> no, else? that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you have to ruin Christmas? <laughs> yes, like days before. I feel so oh. bad for you. Like it's yeah. just, oh man. Can't, can't go home and visit my family. No, Sad face. no, no nice Christmas food for you. Yeah, that's what happens when you work at the school. Yeah, yeah. You, you. <laughs> it is. Luckily, what it is. though, I mean, if we if we can talk about luckily in this situation, luckily yeah. though, it seems to mostly be like. Me and my co-workers who mm. are uh, sick right now. Not so much many of the, the children at the school. That's good. Sick yeah. Not that I know of anyway. Awesome. <clears throat> at least their Christmases will be good enough. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, like, thank you for a fun podcasting year, Linnea. Thank you. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. Looking forward to the coming one. Mm, and I'm totally. hoping we'll... Will turn out some future classics there as well, like yes. finding some real gold nuggets in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you know, a happy holidays and a happy new year to to you, listener. Thank you for sticking around and and uh, listening to our episodes and everything. And I hope you had a good year. And yeah. the coming year will be good as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if if um, uh, there's an internet show called um, well, Radio Dead Air is like the channel I think on YouTube, but mm-hmm. uh, the show is called What the F- What the Fuck is Wrong with You, and they go through <laughs> like these really weird news pieces, mostly American. Uh, oh, but what wow. they've had every year is the Goat's Watch, where they uh, look at Jävlebocken uh, here in Sweden, which is oh. a huge straw goat in Sweden, yeah. which is its tradition to burn it to the ground. Yeah, <clears throat> it's crisp, crispy uh, every but, year. Yeah, but it has survived for the past few years, and uh, there is uh, this uh, sort of... Um, mythology now in the community that if uh, the goat survives uh, that means the apocalypse and if we sacrifice the goat meaning put it on fire uh, the year will be good and this year the goat burned down so 2022 Ooh. is looking great yes yay <laughs> burn the goat burn the goat <laughs> Uh, it's so just, funny uh, they always feign ang- being angry like when it's burned down it's like you know you know you want it to burn like you know you want it like, exactly stop. everyone is just waiting for it you know? yeah burn the come on <laughs> and so, they're like yeah. oh we're gonna uh, increase security this year like why <laughs> why <laughs> Just so, put yeah. more gasoline on it. That's what I say. <laughs> anyway, that's just uh, part of our Swedish pagan traditions here. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted you to let you know the goat burned. Yeah. So uh, next year is going to be good. Awesome, <laughs> great. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, listeners, um, as Ebba said, happy holidays, happy new year, um, and thank you very much for sticking to our, with our podcast. Uh, and uh, maybe you have seen Santa Claus versus the Devil or any of the other films we've talked about. Um, you can share your thoughts with us at starquestpodcast at gmail.com uh, or you can look me up. I'm Robot Maria all over the place on the internet uh, <laughs> so you know just send me a dm or something and, uh, and i will answer when i get the time if you really and... want to know what she thought of that three second 1896 film exactly that's exactly. where you go. i can always talk about <laughs> from the 1800s yes <laughs> um anyway um Thank you very much for listening, everyone, and tune in next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.